0: to another episode of the Elite Zone podcast where we're all about real estate marketing and uh, all kinds of uh, fun, interesting things. We get to talk to all kinds of fun, interesting people. Today I've got two extremely fun and interesting people with me and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and then we're going to get right into it
1: all right thanks max i'm ryan Lipsey, and i'm glad to know that i'm fun and interesting <laughs> and i'm Haley collier and i was gonna say the same
2: thing i'm like well i think i'm pretty fun just ask me but oh, interesting yeah. that's that's different Look, since <laughs> since
0: you guys have been here i've had like this is like the most fun i've had in this in this office and and i love i love the great people at agent elite not knocking them at all but you know, everybody's so serious today, right? I don't know.
1: There's guys playing ping pong out there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> there might have there been like a- fireball shots. I mean it's it <laughs> is one so thirty. It's
2: Wednesday, so right? you know, it's sometimes, five o'clock somewhere. Sometimes
0: yeah. you need, you know, a little something just to get you through, right? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: All right, well listen, thanks so much for being here. Um, Ryan, you are like a serial entrepreneur ish type of guy. I don't know how you would classify yourself, but you're a sales coach, you're an investor, you're a senior account executive at Tycore Title. Um, and I, this is the first time we've actually met face to face, but we've got a lot of common interests in music and uh, cool things like that. even though I, I'm an elder millennial. So just, you know, <laughs> you're the elder
2: emo, um, yeah, is the that elder are? emo right?
0: Uh, Haley and I were talking about uh, the, when we were young concert and uh, how she's uh, dating a guy in a band hopefully uh, you know that's not like a, a trigger or anything for you you're okay yeah. sharing that. You're yeah dating. oh okay. my gosh
2: I mean he is moving so I it's think all that's over I think going son. I think it's yeah. going pretty well <laughs> cool, cool, cool.
0: well how, how did you guys link up and you know what kind of like Batman and Robin or maybe it's Batman and Robin stuff do you do
2: Wait, i want to hear how you answer this one, Ryan. Let's um, let him answer this one.
0: Well, we have to go
1: way back to 2001 when I started in title. I was fresh out of UC Santa Barbara and got it. I was an English major, so of course I had to get into sales because you know you can't write the American novel these days. Ernest <laughs> Hemingway over here. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't pay very well.
0: Does she come at you with the, ma- the mafia type of, Hey, Ernest Hemingway over here. Yeah. Does she drop those? That,
1: yeah, actually, that's part of her job. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's got to keep me honest. But So that's when I started in title. It was 22 years ago. And I was part of a team, then run several teams. And about almost six years ago now, I ran into Haley. She was doing title, actually doing title on the title desk and I moved to Tycor from a previous company, mm-hmm. and she's like, hey, I saw how your team didn't come with you, so I'd like to come maybe work for you, let's see, you looks like you need help, you he look stressed, like, all the time. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, 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 kid, okay, perfect, we'll, we'll have coffee, and so I think it was 17 requests for coffee later, but we met, and we hit it off, man. Mm-hmm. I could just tell she had fire in the belly, she's great, she was super personable, she actually had title knowledge and knew how to do this stuff, And ever since then, I mean, we haven't looked back. We've been an awesome team, and I'm lucky to have her and mentor her. And now, like to your point, I don't know who's mentoring who over here, but uh, um, we definitely make a great team, and I'm very fortunate to have her.
2: It's a little different the way I recall it. Is
0: it? Okay, okay. Um, That's why we're well, here. Seventeen remember, requests for phone calls, well, and she wouldn't leave me alone. Pretty much.
2: Pretty much. Um, I remember working on the desk and hearing the words of, oh, we finally got Ryan Lipsy to come over to Tycor. Mm. And in my mind, I was already, I think I was, geez, what was I at this age, 22, 23? and working like 12 hours a day almost behind a desk, like mm. literally feeling my soul being sucked out of me. I was ready to go back to bartending, right. get back. I was like, maybe I need to go finish my degree because I got out of, I was going to SDSU and I was like, what's this real estate thing? I'm just gonna do this. And um, so hearing Ryan Lipsy coming over, I was like, great. Now I'm gonna be working 16 <laughs> hours a day. I'm not even gonna have a life anymore and I'm just done. And so when I noticed he came over, super personal guy, I liked him he was great team eh. um, but I noticed the next day I was like it spread like wildfire throughout the office that oh my gosh his team didn't come over they're staying at his old company and I was like hmm this sounds like an opportunity time and so yeah it was about 16 run-ins every time I saw him on the phone or in the hallway I was like hey we still need to meet, remember like me, remember, remember me? me? You're still really busy, you still need help. Right. And then gosh, we had coffee, it was great. He saw something in me and I was like, this is awesome. And it took about, what, six months for me to fully transition over into sales because the title desk is a pretty strenuous job. It's pretty tough. I mean, you're getting bombarded all day by lenders, escrow, agents like, where the hell is my recording? Where's the wire? All sorts of things. I mean, the buck
1: literally stops with the title desk. Really? They can't close it if it's not absolutely, positively clear and removed from title.
2: Exactly. So it took, I think I trained about three or four different people that all quit during training <laughs> and we're like we can't do this and it finally got to a point where I was like look I'm working with this guy you guys got to figure it out on the internal side yep. and now it's been yeah almost six years and it's been incredible we've built other businesses together and yeah really found I think our true passion and calling in some things
0: okay well I mean yeah I you know you'd mentioned the sales coaching thing um, you know, I mean, you, you don't talk much and you never smile, so I can't imagine you're a very good salesperson, but no, no tell, tell me a little bit about that. Um, yeah, what are the other businesses?
1: Well, you know, you must have read my LinkedIn profile, because I do invest in properties and syndications, and that's my investor side, and we do title together, and then we got heavily involved in listening to Rob Dial, first as just a mentorship type situation through the podcast, mm-hmm. and she really, Enjoyed his content. And so we investigated the business breakthrough coaching platform that he has and we decided to pursue it together and become business coaches because we spent a lot of time coaching loan officers, realtors, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs, attorneys, you name it. And because people see that success leads clues, right? And people have seen that we've attained a certain level of consistency mm-hmm. and, and really leaned into digital media marketing and social media marketing people want to get some questions answered on that so we decided to become coaches on it and it's been an excellent fun ride we've gone to school on it we still
2: are in coaching ourselves (laughs) yeah
0: we're
1: still in the coaching and and yeah well
0: i mean that it's invaluable right i mean i've got a business coach yeah Uh, i run pretty much everything by him don't always agree but i mean you got to have somebody that's um you know it's just like you said like i feel like everybody's trying to reinvent the wheel these like it's got to be different and Mm -hmm. unique and you know but the thing is is that you know you can find a model that works and then you put your unique spin on it but just like you said success leaves clues right that's right so if i know you know okay this guy has built the type of business that i want to build up and he's done it successfully i'm gonna want you know that's i'm gonna want to work with him yeah. So he can explain that. So that's really, really cool. Um, and well, we can look back to people that are
1: a little bit behind us on the path and bring real value into yep. them. And we can experience yeah. success through the success of others. And I yeah. think that's when, when she says passion and, and find our calling and things like this. I mean, there's no greater contentment and really fulfillment from having somebody come to you and say, you know, these things that you got me on, or this protocol or this regimen or this strategy really worked for me to the tune of, like, this revenue, this many thousands, and it really makes our day.
2: Yeah, I mean, even going back to kind of what you said, though, some of the best coaches have coaches. Oprah Winfrey has coaches. Tony Robbins has for a coach. Sure. Like, you know, some for of sure. the best coaches still... Tiger Woods, he still has his golf coach, yep. you know? Yeah. And so that's where... We really find a lot of like i know that's where i get a lot of fulfillment i don't even know how long it was ago but i looked at ryan and i was like why aren't we coaches like why aren't we doing like we get so much like just enthusiasm when we're talking to people about ways to build their business and how we can help them And you know we love title title is title it's great but where we really love is sitting with our clients and being like, okay, these strategies are working here. Maybe we course correct this or this, and not just the business side of things, but really the mindset side of things too. Yeah, Yeah. Helping people get through. I mean, we're not in the most sunshine and rainbows times of real estate, right? I mean, we're all kind of coming off that 2020 hangover where Deals were flying. I mean, things were just going crazy. And now people are like, oh shit, like I really got to work now. Like deal. I mean, that's why what 60,000 agents didn't renew their license because it's not easy. So when we can help them with like morning rituals and gratitude and journaling and moving your body, I mean, God forbid we exercise a little bit and it just really even
0: going on a walk.
2: Change you know, changing you know your
0: physical I mean? state to change mm-hmm. your
1: mental state and
0: sure. you know, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that because that's part, you know, of business that I think is overlooked is um, you know, not necessarily like a morning routine and thing like that, but but like spiritual the mm-hmm. spiritual side of it. Oh, yeah. totally. So I, you know, I got I've been sober now for 10 years. Um, you know, prior to 2012, I was about as bad of a chronic alcoholic as you could be. But I did get sober and I got really into meditation and really into mindfulness. And, you know, I went down this philosophy rabbit hole, quantum mechanics and all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but through some of those experiences, like, I re- I truly do believe that, you know, we we give off energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We give off vibes and mm-hmm. when you step into a room. Like, if you've ever stepped into a room and you can just feel like ah it's just uh, heavy. Yeah. And then people you know, people are angry or they're negative or there's just something like we give all like get me and, out
2: of here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, right. And so, you know, I've kinda like tuned into that, but I think that the um like the hardest thing for me has been consistency. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's a lot of emotional labor in building your own business. You know, and some days you're like, oh, this is great. And then, you know, something happens, you lose a client, X, Y, and Z falls through. And then, you know, it can be really hard to, like, oh, you know, I got to, like, oh, start bouncing It's an that. emotional roller coaster. Yes, it, <laughs> is. it is. It I is. I mean,
2: it's
1: funny you mentioned recovery. I just. Took five years in my recovery journey
0: as well. Nice man. Thirty
1: first of August. Congratulations, uh, brother. And it took me to similar places. You know, our our coaching platform is called Mindset Mission Media, and Mm -hmm. the mindset starts there Mm -hmm. with our morning ritual. And we do it. We don't just talk about it or teach it. And it stems from when you're, I found myself in those dark places that you know you hit consequences to get into the rooms of, for me, Alcoholics Anonymous and recovery. That's mine too. And yeah. uh, it, I didn't get there willingly. I got there because my life dictated, my life circumstances dictated that I had to do something. Yep. And so you, when you change the, your perception of the world with substances, then that's your solution. But when you remove the substance, you have to change your person. So that the world changes, yeah. right? And you achieve that by getting into meditation, slowing down the brain, and yeah. actually feeling the energy. Energy is only transferred, it never dissipates or goes anywhere, it's just transferred. So I think that getting your mind right, and moving your body, moving your mind, moving your spirit, and getting into gratitude is one that we harp on all the time. Because you frame the day with things that are good in your life, yeah. things that you're grateful for. The right. universe has hooked me up in yeah. these ways, Maybe they'll it'll hook me up again, and so For when sure. you leave the door to go to work or to visit your clients or prospect or whatever you're going to do, drive the kids in carpool. You have the the rose colored glasses <laughs>
3: that
1: Haley likes yeah. to say, uh, yes. right?
2: Well, you know, kind of going back to what you're saying, what's finding that consistency in these things? It requires discipline. It requires a lot right. of discipline. It yep. requires pulling yourself out of bed and being like, no. I said I was waking up yep. at five a.m. I'm getting up and I'm going to go work out. I'm yep. going to do these things. Because
0: motivation is going to come and go. Exactly. Right. That's you know and the you routine can be
1: will be there. In the yes. morning When you wake up. And if you built it, it in,
0: you're just like this is just what I do now.
2: Well, and so many people think. I mean, we talk about this all the time. So many people think like, oh, I need to get motivation to go make these calls, or I need the motivation to get to the gym. I'm sorry, I don't ever wake up motivated. Like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to the gym yeah. and, and Like, I wake up and I'm like uh i guess i have to go i set my class i have my alarm and it starts with getting one foot out taking the sheets off like not hitting the snooze button and for so many of us that's so hard and i always think about it i think it might have been ed my or somebody i heard one time say the only person you're letting down is yourself Mm -hmm. and then what does that spiral turn into all day because then you're like I didn't make the bed I didn't do these little yeah, you, things yeah
0: how you do one thing is how you do everything that's right so mm-hmm. if you let one. and I, I mean I can rationalize anything right yeah.
2: that's like, you and my boyfriend in <laughs> music would probably get along great right? I tell him all the time I'm like you are so good for figuring out rationalizing yeah. this way of why it shouldn't be done if I,
0: if I sleep 10 minutes late then I'll be a better husband or father later because I get my more rest my body's telling me
3: I
1: need it <laughs> right? my you almost good. got me hooked on <laughs> that no yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no
0: you no. <laughs> You can. Uh, you well, can. I'm
1: also a big Jocko Willink guy. Right? Oh yeah. And he says, "Listen, yeah. you want more time in your day? Get up earlier. It's Just the do quiet it." Quiet hours. Right. It's when I journal. It's when I meditate. I'm not a big meditator. I get like it takes me 10 minutes to get three minutes. Yeah, um, right. I, actual, I get it. I but get I do box breathing and I do a lot of reading, like the Daily Stoic, and then I journal. Yeah. And then we Ryan do, Ryan
0: Holiday. Ryan yeah, Holiday he's is great. He is.
1: I mean, where, where else can you find Epictetus and Seneca and Marcus Aurelius all in one book? Right. right. I mean, it's all right there for you and then journaling on it. But I mean, left to my own devices, I can make some pretty poor decisions. So I need to have some pretty tightly regimented guardrails, and that looks to me like routine. Yeah. So when I wake up, I know it's 4.40, I'm getting up, I have some readings. You get up at 4.40? Yeah,
0: yeah. I am.
1: It used to be 5.30, it used <laughs> to be 5.30. But look, if I'm willing to do the things that others won't do, I'm going to have the things that others won't yeah, have, and exactly. that is Ed Milette all day, baby. So, I mean, and I believe that. And, you know, and I think, because I have a say in how I'm going to see the day. I don't have a say in what's going to happen and how nature's going to unfold before me. Right. But I have a say on how quickly I accept it and how, how I view it. And yep. I can view that as an obstacle or I can view it as an opportunity. Totally. And that's my choice. And that's a lot of people don't want to come to terms with. Is It's a choice. You're not a victim. Okay. There's two primal fears in the world and that's the fear of falling and the fear of loud noises. Every other fear comes from our mind. Yep. So you're arguing or fighting with or avoiding or jealous of or FOMO for something that's a figment of your imagination. So recognize that. And once you get true with yourself Then you can look at some things that are going to get you to a better state of mind to enter the day as the best version of yourself. And that's what we strive to do and help others to do.
2: And I think the morning getting into the gratitude really helps set up everything else through the day because I'm already looking at my day through a different lens Mm -hmm. and I'm already going into a positive. So going back to what you said where we lose a client, we get a client. I think there was one time like just last week where... We lost a deal. Next thing we knew, we got a 4 million dollar deal. Then we were closing a 10 and then one client told us, "F off. I'm never <laughs> using you again." Like it's just a roller coaster of emotions at all times. Yeah. But if you can cuz I can control the two things of my action and my attitude, right? Yep. I can control what I'm doing and I can control my attitude towards things. Totally. So, if I can just wash it over and be like, "You know what? I couldn't control this person's mindset. I couldn't control how they were feeling." But I can control the way I was feeling about it, and you yeah. know what? On to the next, yeah. like moving on, and it's so our day could be so everything up and down. is impermanent. yeah Mm -hmm. the only constant is change right that's the only thing we can be looking forward to is something is gonna change at some point well I
1: think the important thing to recognize is it doesn't mean it's all sunshine and rainbows you know you still feel the fear Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. feel the jealousy. you you were human yeah right we're subject to the human condition but you the difference between the person that is the ability to push through and do it anyway and I think all the way back to discipline to your point if you have a disciplined regimen of things that you're going to show up and you keep small promises you make to yourself, now you're going to be able to keep small promises you make to others. 100%. And you do. You want self-esteem? Do yep. esteemable acts. Mm-hmm. You want trust? Earn your trust by keeping your word to yourself. Yep. And it starts with that. And then you look back and you have six weeks under your belt. And then you got six months under your belt. And it's no longer a morning routine. It's a way of life. Yeah, it's and, just and what that you, you enjoy it. Do.
0: Yeah. yeah. You, oh, you, you come you start start eat to need it. You to enjoy it. Yeah.
1: How many okay. of us have missed our routine and missed it? Like, oh my god. Oh my god! I'm out of routine.
2: Like, I think of my Tuesday mornings. I have a meeting at 7 a.m., so it's pretty hard for me to get to the gym by 5 and still have time to get ready for my meeting at 7. So yeah. I'm always a little thrown off Tuesday mornings because I can't go to the gym till 5, and I'm like, what my, am I going to do? Yeah, my day is always a little off that day because yeah. I just didn't have my morning typical routine. For and sure. Something that stuck with me one time I heard was, if it doesn't matter in five years, don't give it five minutes. Mm -hmm. And I heard that, and I was like, so many of us get so wrapped up in the emotional throes of things where five years from now, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Right. Well,
0: not to mention that, but, you know, my sponsor said to me once, he's like, 97% of the things you think are going to happen to you in the future aren't going to happen. That's right. And, you know, I go through countless, you know, and, and business is my biggest you know, thing right now. And so, you know, something good will happen. That's great. Something bad happens. Then I'll call him and be like, man, you know, they, this it's happened over. and it's then that's going to happen. And I'll bet. <laughs> he's stupid. You know? And he's like, okay, well, you know, so I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, how about do nothing, say nothing. Just, just don't do anything. And then it kind of works itself out, and I'll call him, and he'll be like, so is it fair to say that our 97%, does that still hold? Yep. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's so, it's repetitive. Um, and, you know, and then he's like, look, and if if, if it's the 3%, you'll handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. It probably is not it's going to be nearly as bad as you no, thought it was. It's not going to now. be
2: even close to bad. It's something our coach had us do one time was do a negative visualization, which is weird to yeah, think, Yeah, that's right? a
0: stoic, that's a stoic, um yeah practice right
2: and it's to think of what's the worst thing that could possibly happen if our business were to fail you know people like us in this room the worst thing that's gonna happen is great we just have to start back at zero and we all know how to make shit happen so we would make it happen again none of us are gonna be sitting there on the street with a sign saying hey we need money because that's not who we are we're like we will make shit happen we will build it back up And so when you get to those negative visualizations of like, okay, what's the worst thing? And I'm not saying like, you know, I'm going to walk outside and a meteor is going to hit me. Like, no, what's the worst actual thing that could really happen? Our business fails. And then what? You have to rebuild it or re-get back to square zero. It fails when you quit. Mm -hmm.
1: Right? There
0: ain't no quitting this time. No, (laughs) that's true. I mean, that's why I'm 38 and still going hard and, you know, pushing for um, Mm -hmm. music for my band because, Mm -hmm. you know, like... Yeah, I wanted to be like a rock star when I was 25, but you know, at 26, I wasn't like, you know, fuck this, this isn't working out, I'm done. You know, I mean, the only surefire way to fail is if you quit. Yeah. Th- then I know for sure it won't work. That's right. If you quit. And if you love something, you got to do it. So tell me, you guys, a couple things. One, like, Ryan, you, you have a lot of content out there, um, you guys shoot content together. You're somebody that you know uh, really understands social media, engaging content, the value of educational content. But you know, since you guys are doing this coaching thing, I, j- just out of curiosity, you know, um, is does that play into um, you know your guys's model of business in coaching? And you know, uh, after the mindset stuff, like, what does the program kind of look like if, if it, you know? And, and for real estate agents, especially. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm interested in in, uh, in knowing a little bit about the importance of that. Well, it's
1: kind of like what we were connecting on in the green room or in the hallway here. About mm-hmm. you, he mentioned I help people with omni-channel content to right. get their message yes. to a potential audience. So what we do is we consider the hopes, fears, dreams, and and obstacles yep. of our audience, which is primarily entitled realtors, mortgage brokers, yep. commercial brokers. And then in our coaching, just your everyday entrepreneur. What are the obstacles? What are the challenges they're running up against? And we bring our content to speak into that, speak Mm -hmm. life into it, speak education into that, inspiration, motivation, et cetera. But it requires getting out of self, Uh right? So I want to sit here and and talk about how hard it was for me to get out of bed and get on the Peloton this morning. But nobody cares about that. People care about what are they confronted with, and if we can bring solutions to bear to get them to push through their obstacle or their mindset or whatever doubt du jour they're dealing with, yeah. right? Then we can, then then we're bringing intrinsic value, and so that's what we've done for years, literally in the title world, and now we're bringing it to the entrepreneurial world where we can say, hey, look, we don't have it all down, but we're pretty far down the path. And we'd love to show you what we've got and let's synergize and get you to where you need to get going, yep. right? So it's other people centric is, is the beginning. It would get out of self, into the needs of our audience and then bring solutions that are real solutions mm-hmm. for
0: those people.
2: I mean, it's straight Gary Vee, jab, jab, right hook. Yeah, but
0: that's that's my idol. Right you know, there it's good. provide
2: as much valuable free free value, and free, value free education <coughs> and people will come to that because people get inspired by it yeah. and one of our biggest things is like how can we inspire people how can we help people really come up with their obstacles that they're coming up against how can we come up with solutions and strategize and yeah. help them and so by just educating and just continuing to put that kind of content out people <coughs> want some of that they're like oh my gosh you guys have such great ideas energies there and mm-hmm. that's our biggest thing is how can we help others and Really, in real estate, it's lead generation, lead conversion, right? Right. And so yep. we're we're pretty stricken on what I can say with <laughs> the Department of Insurance, and that's why we decided to take it into a coaching platform because then they can't govern how we can help our agents, and not just agents in California, right? Or salespeople here, but across the nation. Like yep. we've coached people in Florida and. You know, Utah, Colorado, and a lot of it, people run up with the same challenges, and it's For the same sure. thing. So how can we help them come up with a solution that's tailored to what they would do? And yep. something our coach and what we've been able to help our thing our people with is, okay, come up with your problem. What's your challenge? What are your three solutions that you would consider to be something that would correct this? Mm-hmm. And then pick one, and let's frickin' run with it. And yeah. let's just focus one, three, one. on and focus on the one thing that we can help overcome this challenge. And so we've been able to really broaden the horizons with other people in other states and across the nation, hopefully one day across the world with our sales tactics of just being able to straight out of Gary Vee, jab, jab, right hook, mm-hmm. continue to educate, value, put that content out there, and then the people that you attract are the people that are gonna wanna work with you. And then right. getting
1: into service and into action with others. As you know, there's a whole chapter written on into action, staying mm-hmm. in action, mm-hmm. etc is how we get out of ourselves. If we help enough people get and realize their goals, realize their dreams, ours are going to come along to the ride, right? Ours are going to be woven into that. We're going to get where we need to go if we help enough people. But the key right now, especially in this micro market moment, is to be active. A lot of people are fight or flight or freeze, they forget about the third one, right? They're frozen, man, I'll wait for interest rates, I'll wait for inflation. Or I'll wait
2: till I'm motivated.
1: If you wait, you'll be waiting a while, okay? But if you just do stuff and get in action, whether it's banging calls, doing an email campaign, doing some social media content, try everything and see what you're good at and scale what you're good at and kind of downplay or delete what you suck at. Easy,
0: exactly. Easy strategy. Yep, mm-hmm. and that you know that's one of the reasons. Like you know, I help. Um, I go out and shoot video content for real estate agents and other businesses as well. But you know, a lot of agents are just like, ah, you know, I don't like being on camera. I just I, I don't know how to do this and X, Y, and Z. And, and it's funny that you know you guys mentioned um, being uncomfortable and you know hitting the gym. And I, I always say, okay, well, the first time you went to the gym, did you love it and were you great at it? And they're like, no, it sucked. It's the same thing here, yeah. you know, but, uh, you know, I, I wasn't great on, on video when I first started either, but now you can literally point a camera at me and say, talk about this. And I'm like, oh. okay, here we go. You know what I mean? So you gotta, you gotta build it up and the value of, like you said, trying, don't mm-hmm. try it. You know, I was like, I tell my daughter, well, I don't like peas. You've never tried them. I mean, <laughs> not. Yeah. If you don't like them then, okay, fine. Sure. You mm-hmm. know, but you have, you gotta try stuff. And so, you know, and, um, my, um. My model is similar to what you guys, you know. It's not like a a package thing. Mm -hmm. Like for my clients, when they come in, you know, I'll run a complete scan on how they're perceived online, their website, so everything. And then I'll go over it with them and I give it to them for free. Mm -hmm. And I give them a plan. I say, this is what I would do. These are your focus things. If you want to, you know, talk about more, let me know. But it's just free value and it's out there. And I'm all, you know, you can hit me up anytime. I'm not going to charge you for a consultation. Um, And the more you do that, you know, and then, again, you know, posting content. There's a great book called Influence by Robert Cialdini. Have you read that one? Yeah, and pre-influence. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the rule of reciprocity. Okay. People are like, well, why would I give stuff away for free? And I said, because the more you do that, the more likely somebody's going to feel, they're like, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm on social, I'm always seeing Ryan here. I got stuff in my email from him. And then, you know, I got a text from, it's like, he's everywhere, man. He's, I feel like he's already given me so much value. If I need X, Y, and Z, that's the first person I'm going to go to. Yeah. You know, but if you're not trying to get out there and, you know, putting your, I mean, social media is not going away. Video <laughs> content's not going away. Um, right. everybody's walking around with computers in their pockets you know uh, and every you know uh, Millennials and younger uh, it, especially me like I'll Google you right away like, mm-hmm. so this is what I do Here's my company I you know I'm the this that and the other thing okay man cool nice to meet you boom I'm on the phone looking up you know and yeah, not course. just the, yeah. the program but who are you what do you like what's your personal brand look like do you have kids are you are you vulnerable like you willing to be you know there's yeah. the human element mm-hmm of stuff that you know uh forms a connection that's why i think vulnerability in, in business is really powerful because it forms a vulnerability forms a connection mm-hmm. so if somebody's people like resonate
2: with that more totally mm-hmm. if
1: you're not authentic you don't have a chance to connect with the authentic part of your audience
0: exactly
2: mm-hmm. Well, i think too so many people were so comfortable these days like we're good right like oh i'm good i don't need to be doing social and I, something that Ryan and I really push each other to do, which is one of the biggest reasons I love him as a mentor, a friend, but he pushes me to get out of our comfort zone. I have now gotten to the point where I am comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And if I'm uncomfortable, I'm like, this is growth. Something's happened. Like, that's how to yeah, ace Yeah, it's right like, there. okay, something's happening. I remember the first time he was like, hey, we're doing videos. And this was what, three, four years 20. ago? And yeah. And I was like uh Okay, and then I did a video on my own, and he was like, "Keep doing these. Yep. Like, this is what we're gonna keep doing." And to your point, you put a camera in front of us. Now and we're like, "Okay, what are we talking about? We got this."
3: Yeah, for and sure. I yeah. think
2: it's just about getting uncomfortable, and we as society need to get a little bit better about stepping outside of the comfort zone. And you know, something Ryan always says too is "good is the enemy of great." What book is that? Where'd you get that? Jim Collins, "Good to Great." Good to great. And I, read that I have either. no
1: new material.
2: <laughs> it's all Me neither. we all just pull it out of books, right? Yeah. And just regurgitate sure. it the way yeah. we would They're, say yeah. it. But There's nothing new under the sun, I right. think it's important. We need to get Comfortable with being uncomfortable and stepping out of those comfort zones because we never know what we can achieve or what heights you can reach mm. if you step out into that com- out of your comfort zone.
1: Yeah, I mean, people ask us, "What's the key? What do I do right now? What's working? Right? What's the panacea? What's working?" Is right? what they're asking me. What's the shortcut? What's the life hack? Yeah, What's the, the shortcut? That's the best. Yeah, and the, the good news is there's no shortcut. Okay, so you don't have to go learn any new, like hack or anything like that, but just get into action, and what does that mean? Do the, the, the key, hit the KPIs, hit the metrics in your prospecting, do yeah. activities because without action you don't get reaction. Yeah,
0: focus but, on the activities for mm-hmm. sure, right?
1: Yeah, and without That's cause there's a, cause and effect, bro, right? And action, reaction. Yep. And and you will get yourself so busy and see what's working, see what's hitting, doing split tests on different captions versus different video topics, doing versus interview style versus talking head style. Do all the activities, you guys, and you'll be too busy to sit there and be overcome with doubt, fear, and all the things that are causing you to stay static because inertia and stagnation is what kills businesses.
0: Absolutely, yeah, 100% agree. And, you know, I, I get the, the whole, you know, I, well, I don't need to do social, you know. I just I work my sphere, X, Y, and Z, and I say, well, that's great. You know, that, I'm glad you're doing that. But the thing is is that consumers are shifting towards... Well-established brands, mm-hmm. and the yeah, reason yeah. is because competition is going up. Anybody can create content, and the attention span is going down.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So we're you know, just like Gary Vee says: attention is the new currency.
3: Yeah. You
0: know, so when somebody's like, "Well, I think I'm bombarding people with posts. Maybe I'll scale back and post once a week." Like, no, three or four a day if you can. Like, you y- you you have to be consistently in front of people. Yeah. Yep. And if they can't Feel do that, fine. Right. Mm-hmm. But pick a goal. Right. Even if it's one a week. That's, I'm going to do one video a week. Okay, cool. Figure out what that looks like in your calendar and be consistent with it. And yeah. the more you do that, the more comfortable you get. Um, another, you grow you know, from there, you know? You grow from there, exactly. And that you know a, another thing, since we're, we're ripping off all the gurus today, uh, <laughs> Gary Vee says quantity over quality, right? Yeah. And especially at first. And I totally agree with that because we get into this like analysis by paral, like uh, my hair's gotta be perfect, oh I don't like that take. Like, people look, know what you look like. <laughs> just do it, right? Yes. You'll get yes. naturally better at it. But the problem is, just like you guys said, we're too scared of what other people are going to think. You know what you do? You fuck it up and figure it out. Yeah. Right? And then you
1: just do it a little better the next time. A little bit better. But if you, I mean, how are you going to make an omelet if you don't break the eggs? Right. You you can't be scared of that stuff. No, you can't.
2: I think something, too, to help with that is, like, to Ryan's point, people know what you look like. They know what you sound like. Nothing's going to change that. I mean, for us, we've done over 200 videos, and I think I've maybe watched... Maybe one, like maybe, because I don't care. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know what? It's done is better than perfect. People are gonna see us. The message is there. What Mm -hmm. we're trying to say. The me is there. The message. And who cares if my hair's off a little bit or who cares that, you know, I make a weird side thing with my mouth when I talk, when I get excited, it's me. It's how it happens. It's how it comes off. And people can resonate with that or they can fuck off. Like, I don't care. You know what? (laughs) (laughs) They
1: can tell that we care Uh because we're talking about their issues and bringing solutions to those issues and what's working for others, that could work for them. And if you can't find, insert yourself into that story and find that solution with us, then you're just not ready to hear the message. But the message is there. Mm -hmm. The the program works. It's just a matter of, are you willing to work? Right, And that's where the big bottleneck is. And so what we urge people is get your mind right, get the endorphins, get the dopamine, read something, learn something every day. Your synapses have to be firing and creating new neural pathways in your brain for you to be continuing to grow. And neuroplasticity is real. You can get new habits by learning new methods and doing new things. And and better habits lead to better results. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we encourage all of that. But if there's just one thing you take from this podcast, it's do, don't think. Dude, his thinking
0: is paralyzing,
1: yeah. and it's a dangerous neighborhood in there, right? For uh, both of us. <laughs> I've, got,
0: I've got a committee. Oh, oh God. There's, there's
1: like thirty different voices right. going. I on. can't go in here without an armed guard. <laughs> right? Man, it's crazy.
0: <laughs> in there. You're right, and yeah, you, you, usually when I wake up, you know, the committee's like, "Oh, hey, Max, glad you're up. We've been at, talking a little bit about you. Just so you know, today's gonna suck. Girlfriend's gonna leave. Your kid's not gonna <laughs> love you. And uh, you know, you have a great day." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like before my feet even hit the ground. Immediately, right? So if, if I'm just like, oh, my Oh, and God. you get a
1: short of co- cortisol
0: for the first 90
1: minutes you're awake, right. which is the fear and stress hormone, thanks, biology. Exactly. <laughs> and now you got that on top of the committee telling you your life sucks. You have to counteract that. That's what the morning ritual is mm-hmm. all about. Move your body, move your mind, move yeah. your spirit, get grateful. Yeah. Because
0: that's how you counteract. The that. gratitude is just huge. Oh, too. it's so huge. That you know that I, I'm a firm believer in the law of attraction, mm-hmm. and I can always tell when people don't understand the law of attraction because they're like, "Oh, so I just pray about something and sit on the couch and don't do anything?" Yeah. No. It, it. It. The best way to get the life you want is to love the life you already have. Mm-hmm. If you're telling the universe, "I love my life, I love my situation," I you know I'm so grateful for for the money I have. The universe is going to, yes, you are, and it's going to give you more. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, I don't have this, and I can't do that, and I can't learn this, and my business is failing, the universe is like, yep, you're right, here you go. It's going to give you whatever energy you mirror it. Mm-hmm. Dude, where right? your
1: focus goes, energy flows. And yeah. it's like, we have 52,000-some random thoughts, involuntary, voluntary, a day. I think it's okay. like 68,000.
0: Yeah, it, yeah like it's that. crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: So whatever arbitrary tens and tens of thousands, thousands of thoughts. Thousands. Yeah. You know which ones we pay attention to? The ones we focus on because mm-hmm. they have our attention and they slow down and, get, and they stop because yep. it's like the difference between a fish flowing through water and a fish flowing through fr- ice, mm-hmm. okay? Our concentration, our focus makes a fish stop in the ice, that's like a thought and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger the more time and focus we give it. So are you gonna focus on what you're happy about? Or are you gonna focus about what sucks? Because either way, it's gonna get bigger and you're gonna attract with that energy and that frequency you're operating at, to your point, you're gonna attract more of that in your life just because you're obsessing, and, and focusing on it, that exactly. you can do, you can attract nothing else.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, and it's
2: funny that we say that, and it's like, you know, you can ask somebody, what do they want in life? Like, what do you want? And it's like, well, I want this, and I want this, but I don't want. And then they start going down this, I yeah, don't on want. what you don't want. On, and it's like, right. we didn't ask you what you didn't want, but yeah. that's where your focus automatically goes to, because yeah. it's like, well, I don't want this, but I want that. It's like, you have to focus on what you want. What you don't want, that, yeah. that needs to go aside. We can't have the don't wants it's it's so funny when you start asking people that because it's like well i want this i want but i really don't want that and it's like you're focusing on what you really don't want you just said it so it's yeah if you focus
1: on the life you don't want guess what you're going to bring the life you don't want. Yeah, her Focus her. on the one. And it takes training. Look, this stuff. I'm 47 years old in a month, right? I mean, oh yeah. I, me I some didn't. Time.
0: I didn't grow up. I mean, I, I'm a man. We take longer to grow up than uh, than you guys. <laughs> well, do, I'm the fifth kid in my house. So. Yeah. Well, you know, as a as a, as a wow, fifth kid. Your, your we poor. We have mother. four. I know. Uh, you, you got a brother that's uh, doing the same a similar thing. Well, no, what but I mean, writing. I'm
1: sorry, is we have four kids: Kelly and I, my wife.
0: Oh and oh so, oh! Got it. You have, have five kids.
1: Four. No, we have four. Right. But I'm the fifth. Get it. Ah oh it never growing oh, the up It's a man child so. thing. Some okay. of us are still growing up No. <laughs> for sure, for sure. How about but five years ago, I was I started
0: growing up. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> well you, you still have your boyish smile, so you know, that's that's always a good thing. Yeah. But the um where I was going with that is, you know, especially as a recovered alcoholic, when when, when you use substances you like stop maturing. Oh right? yeah. Right? And so I grew up at like thirty and I was like I can't do, like, how can I handle res, adult responsibility and emotional pain without, you know, using something to, as a crutch or something to mask, to, it. To mask it or medicate it, right? Um, and, it, you know, it's it's a grueling process, but, I, you know, I think there's always value in adversity,
3: mm-hmm. right? And oh, so, yeah. like,
0: uh, if you throw yourself into the next problem and just kind of build it in the air, sometimes you'd be surprised at, you know, the amount of growth and resilience that you get, and that kind of stuff sticks with you, like, you know the the painful experiences that you grow from stick with you
1: well the only way out is through and you can't escape the adversity that's right in front of you you've got to learn the lessons it has for you and then because it's preparing you for the next piece of adversity that's coming Uh, you know spoiler alert life is hard and it's we can't script it and it's full of challenges you can view those as like breathtaking soul-sucking challenges or you can view them as opportunities for growth to make Mm -hmm. you bigger and guess what the more you grow the bigger the blessings along with the challenges that come
0: funny how that works works, huh? it really is
2: well and with life when you think about it it's we're either going into a challenge we're in the middle of a challenge or we're coming out of a challenge like you know there's always something that's going to challenge us and it's not like we're in this great, you know, I don't think any of us are on our private plane going out no, to our yeah. private island or anything. Those people
0: a, have problems, not, yeah. too.
2: More money, more problems, right? Yeah, it's, like, just, it's a
0: different realm of problems, mm-hmm. you oh, yeah. know. There's there's a, a, a psychological principle called the hedonic treadmill uh-huh. where, you know. Like you're, let's say I'm here and I, I'm, you know, somebody I'm working. I make fifty grand a year and I've got, you know, a, a house and I'm not in California because, they're
3: <laughs> for it. Uh, but X,
0: Y, and Z, right? Like yeah. If I only had like hundred and fifty a year, then everything would be okay and I'd be happy. And then you get there, and then the 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 arena just you're just in a bigger arena now. now yeah. So now the you need more problems. expensive. Exactly. And then you're like, well, this is great, but if I only had like. 500 then everything would be good and I'm not saying don't go make money I, I love making money you know yeah. uh, be, but it's it's um, the problems aren't gonna go away and the best advice I got ever was from my like 93 year old grandma she said look Max if it's not one thing it's another mm-hmm. and that has always been true you know, so I, I always. Well, try I mean, to stay- I'm sure there's a guy
1: that can fly rocket ships into space and land them right where he took them off from, and I'm sure if there's some things on his list that he'd still like to have, right? For I mean, sure, there's always somebody who has more, a better zip code, a better car, a yep. better jet, all the things. But can you look at your life and say, look, I have meaningful relationships. Yes. At my deathbed, I'm not going to want one more podcast. Or one no. more, one, no. more no. one more social yeah. media post. Yeah, I want right. my kids. I want my kids to look at their dad and know they can. They can trust what they see. Yep, that's,
0: that that's means Gary. V, the ninety. He's like, go, go spend time with uh, you know people that are eighty-five and up, and ask them, "What's your biggest regret?" It's never, gosh, I should have you know, I should have signed that one account back in the day. That yeah. you know, it's always should have spent more time with my son. I wish I would have done the things I was scared to do. Which um, I more. wish I would have traveled. I wish I would have traveled more. I wish I would have worked less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and so and then
1: you can do it all. You can do it all. You have to take some tremendous time blocking. You got to get up at four forty in the
0: morning. Oh, you know, <laughs> I'm not getting up at four. I, I may join your your coaching program. <laughs> I'm hooked, but I'm not getting up at four forty. I'm
2: not a four forty person either. I yeah. just, I, for some reason, that four in front, it's very uncomfortable for me. Maybe one day I'll get there, but right. I don't have kids. I have the dog. She doesn't need my attention super early. But I think going back to, like, talking about there's always going to be something else. There's always going to be another thing Mm -hmm. you want. I think true happiness is being happy with the life you have. Mm -hmm. Like, being grateful and saying, I have a family that loves me. I have a car that gets me where I need to go. I have a job that pays my bills. I have things to be grateful for. And that's true happiness. It's not wanting the next thing. Happiness is loving what you already have.
0: Right. And, I mean, let's face 90% of, at least speaking for myself, my problems are high-class problems. Oh, yeah. starbucks bread, is not bread. a cold brew <laughs> Oh my god how dare you, you know, it's like
1: well in that hedonic uh, treadmill you talk about that's hedonism That right. is the pursuit of pleasure yep. right and there's always another pleasure to be had mm-hmm. but contentment. And you know how you can get really, really wealthy today is want less and be really, really happy with the things you already have. And you will be one of the richest men around. Right. Because to not want is to be in a really, really good place of contentment and fulfillment. Yeah. I
2: think it was Bob Marley who was in an interview and the, uh, the guy asked him, like, oh, are you rich now? Like, and he was like, what do you mean rich? Like how like rich in what yeah and he was like rich in what like my happiness yes i'm the richest man in the world because that's what he considered to be rich is his health his lifestyle his family people that love him it wasn't how much zeros he had in the bank account and guess what when you die you can't take it with you i mean yeah you can pass it on you can pass it on to other people but like you can't take it with you so what am i going to be in my coffin with Hundreds of thousands of dollars around I me. Am. And like I am. <laughs> yes. oh, okay. I'm Drake. It's Drake. I'm Money am great, to I'm a
1: Benji Tuxedo. No. I, I think it's about but, so, soaking up the love mm-hmm. that people have that are in your life today. Mm-hmm. Okay? In the present moment. We don't. Tomorrow's not promised. I yeah, mean, no
0: kidding. I it, hear, it really isn't.
1: How many times do you get the, the headline or the news from a family member? I mean, you know, people are, are here today, gone tomorrow. And that's real. So true. Okay? And we're here for such a short time. And we're meant to experience life. Right. We're not meant to hoard it. Uh-huh. We're not meant to save it or cling to it. We're meant to experience it. And you can only experience in the present tense. So what's going on in your present tense that you're stoked about? And then you sit in that and acknowledge that right. and you attract more of that. Right? right. And you have more future present tenses are going to be way more stoked about. Right. But it's, just, yep. you know, it's a process. And you, to, to, the, the key is, the, you know, awareness. Awareness of what's holding me back. Uh-huh. And when you're fearful in a situation, say, what in me is this hitting? What, what is my yeah. hold back here? What what uh, story yeah. have I been telling myself that's bullshit, by the way? Yeah. Right. That's a complete figment of my imagination that my some grandfather or some mom or some sibling put in my head and I yeah. treat it as gospel truth. You guys, we write those stories. You're the only one holding your back, yourself back. I'm the only one holding me mm-hmm. back. Haley's the only one. The stories we tell ourselves, you guys, we treat them as truths, but they're just stories. Yeah. We can change those stories. We write a better story to get a better ending.
2: I mean, I think something we're all working on, I know something for me that I'm always working on is, how can I be more curious? Like, how can I ask myself better questions to get better answers? How can I ask, you know, better questions for you as a yeah. podcast host to get yeah. better results? Out but of you guys are doing my like, job
0: for me. <laughs> I don't even need to have <laughs> that open. Anymore.
3: But, you know, I
2: think some of the, like, I think some of the worst words someone can say to themselves or say to anybody is, oh, I know this. I already know this, right? Yeah, yeah. If you already know it, then... What's the point? The gla- ha- if
0: the glass is full, there's no room for more water. There's no more. And guess what? You don't know it. Because especially in business and marketing, things shift so quickly. Yeah. yeah. You know? So and really that's why I always you. tell, like, you know, you don't don't always chase the new shiny thing. Stay up on the trends. Do your research, you know? But mm-hmm. just because there's a new, like a brand new program or tool or to, like, this is the total shortcut, you know. Every, it's we, we live in this instant gratification, instant
1: microwave society.
0: Yeah, right. You know, like I want everything right now. So you know, I talked to. Well, what can you do for me for like five hundred dollars? And I don't want to do anything. You got you. I'm you know, like. Nothing. I mean the yeah. cash and checks is too. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah.
2: I, mean, I think that's some of my favorite things. I know Ryan loves to hear it too, is when you know, we're talking to an agent or talking to a new business. Oh, I've been in this business thirty years. You're not gonna tell me anything yeah, new. Well, do you want your it seems like you're a little static right now. The whole point we're meeting is so we can help you grow more. Yeah. So it's time about being curious and what what don't we know there's so much out there there's yeah. so much to learn yeah. and that's like some of my favorite words is when someone's like oh honey I've been doing this 30 plus years you can't and it's like I'm gl- I'm so glad that you've had this successful business for mm-hmm. 30 years but let's see how we can make it better yeah. There's always ways to make things right. better yeah, always I mean, ways to grow
1: people don't grow old they decide they know everything at some age whether it's 40 or 90 and they're old on that day right mm-hmm. because with, if you stay curious and I, I'm a late adopter, to your point. There's no panacea. There's no new CRM that's coming out that's going to change our business <laughs> yep. right today. Yep. And then I'm willing to try anything. Ask Haley. I mean, for the last six years, anything that's come along, we've tried it. Some work, some don't. Course correct, etc. Yep. But be willing to learn and stay curious. And you know what? It's, it keeps it fun. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and, and the risk. You know, I mean, we, we can tell things about the success of certain tools and systems from benchmark data and analytics but at the end of the day when somebody's like well how do I know this is going to work I say you don't
2: you gotta do
1: it And I don't know fun. Yeah. that's
3: scary
0: right mm-hmm. yeah but you gotta get on the, right on the other side exactly. of that
1: comfort zone is growth right, right? and that fear is imagined because if you do it, and then you may not get it right on the number one swing of the bat, right? But you, you learn to adjust this and tweak that and make it, and then you start assimilating to the model and then you find a way to mm-hmm. make it work. That's mm-hmm. the key. Yeah. So, I mean, people wanna just step up to the plate and hit a home run every time with whatever tool, right? That just doesn't exist. Well, so you like, guys?
2: yeah, I think about calls. We, we hear all the time, oh, calls don't work. Oh, social media doesn't work. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. We hear these things all Maybe the time. Maybe they don't
0: work the way you're doing it right now. Well, how have
2: you been working? How many calls have you made this week? Well, I made 20 calls. Okay, that's not a very adequate sample size. Right. Let's make thousands of right. calls, and then you can come to me and tell me calls don't work. Don't work. But anybody that's made yeah. thousands of calls in their business, can say
0: calls work right. like
2: it's about how you work up. And
0: are you year. testing it, right? Like are Ryan, you, you know testing are you it? doing this script for this group and mm-hmm. this one and seeing what resonates more and you do more of what works yeah. and less of what doesn't, you know? I what mean, think
2: that's like excuses we make for ourselves. Like you were saying earlier, people are like, "Oh, social media doesn't work."
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Well, how have you been working? How have you utilized it? Have you made it work for you? Because it's about how right. you can make it work for yourself. Or is your
0: broker just putting generic templates automatically? Well, Happy easy. Labor Day! Great. Right.
1: Right. It's easier for me to say, "Oh, it's just a bunch of noise; it doesn't work," than for me to actually approach and create a strategy and actually do it. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Then you got to do something. Yeah,
0: or admit that I don't know. Yeah. You know what? Like I, I, man, I, uh, when I was, you know. Working for for Casey LeBlanc, you know mu- a mutual friend of ours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Who, by the way, Casey taught me more about business than any school. Like, working under that guy for uh, you know, the four years I was there was like a rapid education, he was a
1: massive success in hey. business and
0: entrepreneurship. But you know, he said, you know, sometimes you have to just admit that you don't know shit about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I that don't know. Do work learning. Yeah. Right? And do That's, the freaking work. And that takes humility. It yep. really does. Humility is something that I, we're, we're missing out on. And, you know, I always, my, my mom, you know, she um, she taught me how to be kind to people, mm-hmm. you know. And there's, I, the world definitely needs more kindness. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, if you're like, we're doing social media a lot. I mean, some of the comments and some of the DMs and some of the things that I get, you know. I mean, just, oh, yeah. I, I, um, I went through and I cleaned out some of my uh, my Facebook friends, you know, and I you know, unfriended people, and I looked at all the engagement, and this person hadn't engaged with any of my stuff in, like, six months, and they're not family, you know, or are personal friends, so I unfriended him, and she, like, t- like, messaged me and was like, oh, well, you know, you think I want to see your lame ass shit anyways, like, I'm not dying to be your, f-. and I was just like, whoa, you know, like, I apologize. Like, I'm, I'm sorry that you're, you're hurt. I was just going through, you know, cleaning some stuff out. That's
1: just but clearly we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, you get, so, like, nice is like, hey, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, whatever. Kind is honest. Yeah. And maybe revealing some hard truths. Sure. But in a, in a non-aggressive way. Yeah. In a non-conflict way. Yeah. Right? yeah. But kind is not weak. No. Kind is, no. it takes courage to be right. kind to someone. Because you have to be reveal some yeah. uncomfortable truths. About yeah. them. And it's not being a
0: doormat or a people pleaser. Right. right. You know, I mean. But just being
1: treated, treat them as you would like to be treated. But you can still be completely honest, mm-hmm. direct, yeah. and reveal some uncomfortable. But th- that's their uncomfortable situation. I You already yep. know it. For I'm sure. just exposing it. For sure.
2: Well and to Ryan's point, it's so many people think like, Oh, I don't want to be confrontational or I don't I don't like being confrontational. Why do we have to be confrontational? It's about having a conversation. Right. It's everything's a conversation and it's how we perceive it to Ryan's point is what we're gonna take out of it. And I'll never forget and speak just going back to the kindness thing, I think I was like Thirteen, You know, at that kind of asshole teenager age, 13, 14 ish. And I, my phone wasn't working. Like I was having issues with my phone and God, you know, at that age, you better have it. I was like eighth grade. We just got text messaging. Like (laughs) my My phone better. Yeah. My phone better work. And my phone wasn't working. And my dad was like, no worries. We'll go to Verizon. Let's see what they can do for us. And we'll figure it out. And I started to cop an attitude with the guy at Verizon because he wasn't giving me what I wanted. All I wanted, I wanted a new phone. Mm. And he was not, that was the underlining thing, was like, I just wanted a new phone. And he wasn't, and I started to cop an attitude and my dad was like, we're out, thank you so much for your time. And we got in the car and my dad was like, that's not how you treat people to get what you want. If you want something, you have to treat people with kindness. You have to care and you have to listen to what they say. That is not going to get you what you want. And that's why we're going home. And I like that memory is ingrained in me. Yeah, because I'm just like, it's so true. Like to get things that we want, we have to be kind. We have to be kind. And it's not to get things. I shouldn't say to get things that we want. But to get, you know, the best out of life is just yeah. being kind with people. See
1: why we don't know who's teaching who right around? Yeah. That's all <laughs> no, no, shit right now. This,
0: yeah. this, yeah. nice. this is great. <laughs> this is it's this been a, a great conversation. Yeah. Um so then all of this mindset stuff, how, you know, how important is this to growing and scaling a business?
1: It's critical. It starts with you and the version of yourself you bring to the day. You don't have to be the best Ryan or Hayley you know or max ever you just have to be the best that day Mm -hmm. because i can i can assure you that i've had better versions of ryan lipsy in my past and there's better versions of ryan Lipsey in future days but today I'm my best version I can be today. Why? Because I moved my body, I got the endorphins kicking, I felt good, the blood was pumping. And while I'm doing that, I'm not worried and up in my head about what may or may not happen and indulging right. fake fear, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. And then I, I read a little new something that I didn't know before, so my synapses were Maybe fine. you get a
0: new idea then. Something yeah. pops in uh-huh. you didn't think of. Yeah,
1: you got, I mean, the, you got to shake out the cobwebs a little bit. Then I journaled on some things, and then I got quiet, and I quieted the brain because it's like a muscle, it needs to recover as well. Mm -hmm, And so when I do box breathing, it gives even just three minutes, it's a joke, but it's true that that moment of no thought is critical. You get quiet and then, you know, whether it's Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny or the universe or <laughs> some god that you believe in, I think if they're going to talk to you, they're going to talk to you in that time. Okay. Well, and if then, Santa
0: Claus talks to me, I'm telling you. Right, <laughs> hey man, you know. And then
1: you do get grateful. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a repeatable rhythm because I don't have, I can't control a lot in this world, yeah. but I can control what I work out, what I read, what I meditate on, and what I'm grateful for. I can control those things. Yes, you can. So that's a great base from which yeah. to start the day. So you know what? By the time we get out of our morning rituals. We are pumped and ready to rock. And mm-hmm. then we get into calls and things like this and interviews.
0: And yeah, I'm I know. It goes I'm, much better than yes. Oh, hell yeah. Man.
2: And just for an example, Ryan was on one this morning. He texts me "Why I'm at the gym, like, already pumped up, ready to go. And I'm like, bro, I just got to the gym. Like, yeah. Give me 15 hey, minutes. Calm down. Give right. me 15 yeah, minutes so I'll be on your level. But I need like 15 <laughs> she dropped, minutes. She dropped it.
0: Hey, take it easy. <laughs> take her. it in easy. Take it on <laughs> One <laughs> second, you know. And
2: I was like. And well, I'm like, get on my level, boo, <laughs> yeah. oh, Let's go.
0: He's like, I've been up since 440. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you at? Yeah. Where are yeah. you, <laughs> you at? <laughs> you, you need people like that in your life,
1: too. Uh-huh. All I heard was Goggins. I can't hurt boat crew, too, dog. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. Like, but like, you know. the, the No and We do that for each other. We're accountability
1: buddies in that way.
0: That's so big, right? Mm-hmm. To have somebody, you know, that can kindly mm-hmm. call you on your bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and for, you know, it's like my sponsor always says, sometimes you got to learn how to tell somebody fuck you in 45 words. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, be kind It's the same thing. It's like, hey man, you know, I've noticed a few things here. Look, like, this ain't you. You can do a lot better. You know, you can be kind and still hold somebody accountable. Mm-hmm.
1: So, I think it's not kind to not tell them the truth.
0: Yeah, yet. because yeah. then you're being deceptive. You're and lying, you're, yeah. You're, or you're people pleasing, or you're like, no, you know, yeah, you know, well, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. I'm good. Like that's my my favorite thing about, especially you know, you mentioned Ryan Holiday and stoicism, mm. how you know, like I'm I'm uh, Scandinavian, and my you know parents and my grandparents been like, well, you know, we're very stoic people, and I'm like, no, you mean stoic is in like. Tough and macho and manly, and you you know you you just kind of <laughs> sit there like that. But that's not what stoicism is about at all. It's it's nothing to do with being you know tough, so to speak. But it's not engaging with all of the, the stuff, it, it's being a rock, mm-hmm. you know, when there's a shit storm going on around you.
1: It's as impulse control. You don't yes. follow every impulse, whether it be a thought yes. or a physical impulse, and they just are thoughtful, and stoics are thoughtful on exactly. what they do before they just jump into something, right? So, and so many other things too. but yeah. it's a great way to study, it's a great, you know, philosophy to get into, it, and it's worth your effort and time, but.
2: I mean, yeah, I think everybody, I have the Daily Stoic every morning on my coffee table, something to read. I think that's a great book for people to have. Yeah, yeah. And it's so true. You can reread it every single year. Every year, for the dates sure. don't change. And there's a, I think it's important each time I read it or each time I see something that I've read before, I'm bringing a different Haley to the situation. So it hits me a little differently. I'm yeah, like, man. oh, that's what that means. Yep. Or, oh, okay, I'm getting this now on the fifth time I've read it. 5 years later. Like it it's
1: weird how the words change around in a <laughs> book that never moves, right? Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> well, maybe agree. it's me that changes.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Or you They're see something changing. new that you didn't see before.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
0: you know, that with, that happens to me with the big book all the time. Oh yeah. I'll reread something and be like That wasn't there
1: before. Has This always been in there. Or <laughs> well, maybe another layer has been lifted and you're able to see and catch a thought that you Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: for sure. Well, listen guys, before we wrap okay. um what I want to know is, if I am struggling with my business, and I come to you and I'm like, listen, you know, here's my business, here's my activities, but something isn't working, What what's like the first three things that you're like, these are the things you need to look at and, and will help you do it?
2: I think it's all case by case i don't think there's one that's like okay these top three things because each person's business is different like we have an attorney who his business is completely different than a real estate agent's business right so it's all about kind of figuring out what they've been doing analyzing why it hasn't been working and then seeing how we can you know kind of be plug those holes in the bottom of their boat and see what we can analyze that Mm -hmm. hasn't been working whether it's ramping up more calls or ramping up this aspect of your business and maybe pulling back on this maybe you know this marketing isn't working so let's try something else over here so it's all about kind of course correction so it's not like I, don't, I wouldn't say there's like top three things, mm-hmm. but there is different variables to each different business. Well, I mean,
1: we look at the mindset of the individual. What are, you, what are your routines? What are mm-hmm. your habits? Mm-hmm. what is your focus? Mm-hmm. Yep. We look at the mission. Okay. What problem do they solve? What's their, What value proposition do they bring into the world of business and just the world? Yep. Right? And then what's the media? There's a hundred different ways to get your message to the potential audience member. Routine. And that's
0: the name of your program,
1: Mindset Mission Media. So we get, Where are you? What's your morning routine? Where, your? What, what version of you are you bringing to the day? And how can we help with that? What's your mission? Who? What problem do you solve in the world for your customer? What value proposition do you have? And then how to? How are you currently getting that solution to the audience? Right. I love that. Digital, social, tried and true. The phone. You know, carrier pigeon, smoke signals. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> you're an omni. <laughs> yes. you're pigeon- I mean, you're an yeah. omni-channel promoter and, yep. and marketer, correct? Yep. So, I mean, that's where you fit in, and th- let's find all those different channels. And man, I say, try as many as you can, and find what works for you, and scale the hell out of the ones that you love, and delete the ones you don't. And that's just, I mean, it sounds simple, but we—that's what we help people find and help them execute.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well you guys heard it right here from Ryan Lipsy and Haley Collier.
2: Yes, you pronounced it correct. Alright. Yes. Glad.
0: Uh, I was gonna say collier, but I thought maybe that that's the mean. French
2: one. That's French, yeah. 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 I, I don't know why they people always yeah, yeah, people always <laughs> try to man. throw something fancy yeah, on it. I'm like it's, it's just, I'm like it's just I'm like it's hair. just collier yeah.
0: <laughs> Well uh, guys and Max Bergstrom, our awesome host. Oh today. well, thank you so much. Thank you, Max. Yeah, I enjoy here. Good man. Good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. Uh where can people get a hold of you? Well, Tell maybe, them
1: we go, we go to ryanlipsy.com dot where you can find us on socials Haley Collier on yep. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Yes, on, right? I'm on yeah. LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and Ryan Lipsy, and you know on Facebook, Instagram,
2: we're very easily accessible.
0: I I'll give, I'll best. give, I'll give everybody that your uh, personal information and address and all oh, that. Please
1: call us just Perfect. for questions. With cons- anything you heard here that appealed to you or hits you right between the eyes, please reach out, man. We're we're, we're happy to help out and just have conversations. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for being here. And everybody listening, we'll see you for the next episode of Elite Zone. See ya. Bye.